As some of you know, my family had a bit of an emergency a few weeks ago. When the Nightcast Creative Discord found out, they rallied together and helped us out by setting up a meal train while we were going through a hard time. This episode is dedicated to the fine folks of the Nightcast Creative Discord to say thank you so much for your support. You made a huge difference in our lives this month. If you aren't yet on the Nightcast Discord, please come join this fantastic community. We've got monthly shows like Behind the Mask, where we interview folks from the community, and Hopco, a live play from Dicey Cantina. Come talk about Star Wars, RPGs, and other nerdy fandoms, and join our community RPG with rotating players and GMs, Bounties, and Beskar. Check the show notes for a link. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Coruscant Nights. Hello. Tonight, I am once again joined by Doug. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. You ready for this? It's going to be uh, it's gonna be something. Yeah, it's going to be something. Something. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, as a uh, thank you to all the people who uh, helped us out last week, we're going to add a light side point to the pool uh, of this ridiculous episode for every person who did so. You ready, Doug? I am ready. Wait, that was a lot of clicking. So <clears throat> it looks as though <laughs> I have. Um, it looks as though I have uh, eighteen light side points. Yeah. Okay. Start using up. All right. We'll we'll do. <laughs> I know I have at least one thing. You have uh, two things. I have one character that I can I that a skill a talent that requires the use of two, which is a lot. And you have one that uses one. The one that lets you ignore a despair. Oh yeah. So so there are no dark sides in this one, basically. Here we go. You can feel the ground moving under you. Your uh, hands strapped behind your back. Your legs strapped to the legs of a chair. Somebody takes off the uh, the bag that was over your head. You get the light from the dangling light above you in your eyes. When he takes off that bag, who do we see? You see a, a, a medium height Snivian. Not too tall, not too short. With a sort of brown, shaggy uh, bowl cut uh, tussled by this bag. And Blendon beats his uh, dark brown eyes and looks around as they adjust to the light. Yeah, the boss wants to see you, but he wants you to sweat a little bit first. It's a, uh, uh, it's a human, a tall human gangly who uh, is wearing nicer clothes than you would expect somebody who has kidnapped you to be wearing. Um, but he tosses that, that sack to the ground next to Blendon and uh, makes his way to the door. And um, who is your boss, could I ask you? And yeah, I am sweating a little bit. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? You'll find out. Hmm. The door opens with a whoop, and outside you see a window and the skyline of Coruscant moving by quickly, and the door closes. Huh. Not the, not the nicest guy in the world, but maybe his boss uh, isn't too bad. Boy, these ropes are tight. I got... I, I don't think I'm going to wait for him to come back. I'm getting out of here. What do you want to do? And uh, you're rolling a skullduggery check to do it. 
I want to, I want to break out of these ropes. Yep. Um, let's see. Do I have a, do I have, do I have equipment that can help me such as a concealed escape kit? Yeah. There's, there's a reason this scene is happening. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I want to use my concealed escape kit, um, which is concealed in Blendon's, um, in his boot. So let's see. I'm going to make a skullduggery check. Yep. What is your what does your kit do for you with your skullduggery check? Let's see. Let's see. Upgrade ability of all mechanics and skullduggery checks. Okay, so it's nice. going so to upgrade this turn a one. Green to a yellow. Um, I'll make it hard. It's three purples. You want to flip a light side point? Yeah. Let's see. Okay, skullduggery, and I get to so one of my greens turns to a yellow. And I'm gonna flip, which is and going to turn another of my yellow or green to a yellow. Yeah. Okay. You got any threats for me? Yeah, I think there's a there is one setback because your legs are are tied to the chair legs, which mm-hmm. is, makes things a little difficult to do with your shoes. Okay. I don't think I can remove that. I rolled two successes. I'm glad I flipped because two successes. That's great. So what do you do? How does this shoe work? How ridiculous can I invent this shoe to be? Hey, hey, do it. Let's see. So, uh, he's got two shoes. I think each shoe can probably do something a little bit different. Uh, what he's looking for with this shoe is a, uh, a blade. He stomps down in a very particular way on the shoe. Uh, I think maybe he actually... Is it like a stomp and twist? Yeah, there's a stomp and twist. And when it twists a... A little blade emerges, and and I think because this is the Star Wars universe, this is it's a little vibro blade, uh, so it it kind of hums, and he tries to position it on one leg and cuts this uh, rope, and then moves his other leg over to the other bound leg and quickly cuts cuts that. How's he gonna get his hands? Um, I got. I got two successes. I think for those at home listening, try and do this because I'm trying to do it uh, while you listen. You bring your bring your left foot as high up under the chair you're sitting on. Try to get it as close to your wrist as possible. I'm going to pull something. Feels good. Uh, so Blendon does that and is able to wiggle this vibro blade between uh, his wrists and artfully cut this rope. Blended's got high coordination. I see this as possible. Thank you. <laughs> Blended is free. <sighs> well, that's uh that's uh you know one obstacle down. Let's let's see what's behind this door. Let's see what's behind uh this door. Or maybe there's another way. Blended looks around. Let's do a perception. I'll take a perception. It's gonna be average, not too bad. Okay. Any uh, any setbacks? I mean, I could give you one for that light swinging around, casting weird shadows, but... Okay, yeah. well, uh, <laughs> I would have removed it. <laughs> you have something that removes from perception checks? Um, yup. Oh, your nose. Yeah, Blendon's really good at s- sniffing. He's a top sniffer. If any of you want to play as a Snivian, the, the character build maybe doesn't exist so maybe mark will yeah, post not it. really maybe mark will somebody somebody made one oh, cool. um 
it seemed a little excessive, so I pared it down. They usually are when people make them, it seems. All right. One success. Yeah, there's a grate above your head. Oh, great. Uh, there's also a door. You saw the door. No windows. Yeah. Um, looking but, around, you're getting the idea that this is uh, probably not a ship, but a... I'm sure there's a Star Wars word for it, but I'm like a monorail. Mm. A hover train sort of thing. On a, mm-hmm. on a rail. Of course. He's... Of course he wakes up with a bag over his head on a monorail. <laughs> of course. Uh, this is... Yeah, and this isn't the first time it's happened, so... Uh, it won't be the last. <laughs> won't be the last. But it's going to grab that chair and prop it underneath this grate. Uh-huh. And he's gonna... He's gonna go... Go spelunking in, in. Of course, in, he's gonna go spelunking. He wouldn't the, have it any other way. Yeah, I think maybe he's got a couple tools. We'll, we'll just say for tool purposes, his escape kit yeah. has a little screwdriver. He's gonna undo some um, some screws and take the grate off of the the opening and place it as silently as he can on the ground. And uh, upsy daisy, and you are in uh, an air duct. You can see. It's pretty pretty straight. There are some offshoots to the left and right, but mostly mostly straight. And there are like bendy rubber parts that you assume are the spaces in between cars on this thing. Hmm. How far is blending gonna go? Do you want to go in the direction that the train is moving, or away from where the train is moving? Good question. Um, hmm. The front or the back? We're going. We're going to go to the front. I like that. Blendon shimmies uh, in this tight quarters. I, I, I picture Blendon as like he's medium, but he's like is he like lanky? I, I I see him wearing a suit. I think he is a little lanky. I like this. Um, we've got a nice little Blendon graphic on my character sheet that's quite lanky. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think sort of like a uh, a shorter Spike Spiegel. He's definitely got that Spike Spiegel little, uh, like, uh, form-fitting suit with a little, yeah. uh... A little flare at the bottom. A little flare at the bottom. Hey, that's how Lando does it. All right, you, you make your way through these ducts, and uh, you go uh, over a few other grates. You see passengers sitting, and uh, you, you see uh, a few empty cars with with crates and a couple people sort of standing around milling around in those in those spaces where where would uh where would blendon get out um blendon is i think trying to take some mental notes trying to see um if there are guards folks that does he see the guy who pulled the bag off of his head does he see anybody like guarding um what could be illegal trade paraphernalia and i i think blendon's got to meet this boss but he's got to also meet this boss on his own terms not tied to a chair he shimmies along and eventually he does spot that that human that uh that took the bag off his head he is uh standing in a room with uh like i think it's all humans and they're all uh, two, one of them's reading a, a hollow newspaper. A uh, couple of them are just sort of uh, standing there looking like guards. You don't see any obvious weapons, though. And uh, 
there is an older human sitting at a at a table with some food in front of him. Hmm. Could be the boss I heard about. Is he he's like peering through like grates in yeah. the like okay. And he's he's above everyone and sort of in the middle of the room. Boy, above and in the middle. What's he gonna do? How reckless is Blendon? Sometimes uh, I do things. Give me stealth check. Okay. And it's going to be against. Uh, it's hard. Three purples. One, two, three. I'm going to flip a point. So it's a red and two purples. He's flipping. I'm going to flip as well. I think I'm going to flip on every roll. What yeah, do we do think it. about that? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, setbacks. Uh, boost die. You can have a boost because there's a lot of sound. Uh, yeah this thing's noisy mm-hmm. you know you made a setback because a human uh, a human-sized uh, person was not meant to be in the air duct uh, you have a setback but um i'm not going to tell you the reason unless you fail okay two successes okay. two threats uh you will go unnoticed what do you want to do unnoticed boy unnoticed well i'm not just gonna sit here i didn't get any advantages so i can't like use that as a thing um he he's in the middle right mm-hmm. you got somebody reading the hollow newspaper a couple of people looking out the windows one person is near the older older person who uh, is continuing to eat their meal hmm. let's see let's look at my my equipment real quick um, with your two threats uh a looks like staff like a, a waiter sort of person uh rolls a cart in through mm. one of the mm-hmm. one of the two sides with mm-hmm. a with a tray and uh one of those silver lids on top of the tray okay we uh, well, i love it i i have some thoughts of things i want to do uh, let's see i'm gonna try something and if i fail i'm gonna try something different uh, what do you want to try well we talked a little bit about what blendon was wearing but there's something special about what blendon's wearing blendon's wearing a <laughs> I, i'm surprised this doesn't have a cooler name actually it, he's wearing a holographic costume yeah. um the holographic co- costume is a glossy form-fitting suit and it's lined with hollow projectors that are capable of projecting any dress uh, or outfit programmed upon the user now he can use this in two ways one is up close and one is at a distance. I, I'm going to try and do it at a distance just as a, as a, why the heck not? And I want to try and do it on this waiter. I want to try and copy the, this waiter's, um, outfit from a distance. That's going to be a daunting computers check. So I might fail. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a boost because the person is within eye shot. You can see them. You can see what you're working with. But you just don't have the exact specifications. Mm-hmm. It's just harder when somebody's moving around to yeah. program all of the details. He's got a hat too. You don't. That's okay. He's gonna program everything but the hat. What do you think it looks like to program your suit to look like a person? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. The suit has um, maybe it has like you know it's pretty form fitting, but uh-huh. um, on one of the wrists you can um, pull the sleeve back. <laughs> You and pull the has... holographic sleeve back. You just pull uh-huh. the hologram back. Yeah. <laughs> the hologram kind of crumples. Uh, it's 
it's like a holographic f- fabric in my opinion that's probably not star warsy it's not projecting a hologram all around you is it projecting a hologram all, all around him or is it it is like a screen i think it's projecting yeah that's which insane is funny yeah it would be very hard to be convinced um with a star wars hologram but yeah there's a little um beep boop boop on the uh left wrist and he's uh-huh. He's changing settings. It's like some sliders for color, like Uh a little wheel that he's got to pick the right color on. Okay. What happens if I flip, but I already have only yellows? You add a green. Oh, that's wonderful. Let's see what happened here. Blendon, zero successes and two threats. So you try to program this new new outfit and uh, it just completely fails. And you go boop, 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 boop. And it goes, ah... And you're just wearing your holographic suit with no hologram. Hmm. That was some wasted effort, but oh well. How are you going to spend my threads? Um, I think that that little like sigh that your your suit made. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was a, a little louder than you'd like, and the guy with the um hollow hollow paper looks looks around huh so i'm not as stealthy as i was a second ago no it's not much of a threat two threats two people are looking for the source of the <sighs> part of me just wants to go down there do it You're running short we only have what like 40 40 minutes left for this game <laughs> it can it can go longer but i agree it needs to be we need to keep things moving um Blendon dreamed of uh of a complex uh ruse where he came in uh, dressed as a waiter to uh interrogate whoever the the this boss is but Blendon's a Blendon's a busy snivian and he's going to he's going to try the more direct approach he kind of positions himself over the grate right in the center of this room and he's going to kick out the uh, grate and drop to the floor right in the middle of it. <laughs> Drops to the floor. All of the guards turn, but the old man does not. The person serving food looks up to you and looks at the old man. You see the, the man gesture and get it moving. And he lifts the little silver lid and there's a, it's a delicious looking dessert. Very fancy. And the old man waves off the guards and says, Mr. Blendon, is it? Your reputation precedes you. Well, hello there. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Blendon. Um, I can't say I know your name. Hmm, hmm, please have a seat. And the server puts out two desserts on the table. Well, okay. This this does look good. Huh. It it is adequate. It's the best they have. Their chef is uh, from the outer rim. I think real quick he uh, waves a uh, hand over it, does a quick scan just the, to check if it's with, poisonous. With a scanner that is able to tell him whether an antiquity is uh, authentic or not. <laughs> yeah. It's what cake. Does it say? It's cake. <laughs> hey, it, if it can tell uh, if an 
If it can tell something as detailed as whether an antiquity is forged or not, it should be able to tell them what the cake is cake. <laughs> it's cake. Please eat. Well, all right. Thank you very much. He it takes a fork with his uh, one hand, and you see that he only has one arm. And this one-armed man uh, says, As you have no doubt assumed by now, that was all a test, and you did spectacularly. Well, thank you. I have a job for you. All right, I'm listening. I need you to acquire a certain dessert for me. Uh, you've piqued my interests. Tell me more about the dessert you're looking for. All right, it's called the Bargeva Black Truffle Treat. It's made with golden truffle oil and tramistan dark chocolate, rock salt from the tip of Mount Umate on Coruscant, Yeager sugar, tang bark. It is supposed to be delicious, but it is illegal. And there is only one person making it on Coruscant. They are in the retainer of a crime lord. Interesting. Dare I ask why it's illegal? Mm, it is of no consequence. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't want to roll a charm check or anything? <laughs> now, I take on a fair many jobs as you as you may be aware and that's i'm assuming why you've brought me here to get your truffle treat but uh knowing what i'm dealing with knowing what uh and why i'm after something will impact the uh the cost of said job so please do divulge to me what uh, what makes this so special and i'm gonna do i try to do a charm check because my charm's good you can do charm. It will be, it'll be hard with a, with a story point flip. So a oh, red and two always. purples. Are we are we figuring out that this game should always have eighteen <laughs> story points in play? <laughs> no, it should. Well, you just well, you just play them every time, so you can always get a triumph or despair. It's fun. It's good. Uh, all right, I'm rolling. Zero successes and a triumph. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say that the recipe has been lost to time. And, well, this particular chef has found it. What do you want for your triumph? I wanted to know why it was illegal, maybe? Or I want to know... Hmm. Well, well, that was what your charm check was for. Oh. And you failed. I, I failed even though I got a triumph? Yeah. I guess I forgot how triumphs work. Triumphs are both successes and triumphs and since you got three failures and three successes including the triumph you failed i i can't think of anything better so all i want to say is um blendon says i'll need a picture of the treat if you have one the old man snaps his fingers and says screlvin bring the data pad and screlvin jones comes up with a with a data pad and shows you a a an ancient drawing now this is from the ancient scrolls of zeldrog the great the last known whereabouts of the recipe for the truffle treat you, you can hear him salivating 
Interesting. Okay. So this is an old, valuable treat that has recently been rediscovered. My next yeah. question is, with whom does this chef uh, serve under? This chef is working, though possibly unwilling, for King Yaboy, the Laboy. Now, King Yaboy is not an actual king, and I have tried to get the Coruscant police to infiltrate or raid his skyhook, but they don't respect the Senate as they once did. King Gaboy, you say? Yaboy. Yaboy. Uh, let's see. Do I, do I know, do I know King Yaboy? Uh, I, I would need an underworld, probably an underworld check. I'm just gonna do it for fun, but my underworld's not good. King your boy is new on the scene. I'm gonna make it a hard check. I'm fine failing. Uh, I'm gonna flip on it. I think your triumph ended up being that this guy spilled accidentally spilled that he was a senator. Yeah, I I noticed that. Um, you said this was hard. Mm-hmm. Any bonuses or setbacks? Do I get a? Can I get a boost? Because uh, well, I guess maybe Blendon like works in the underworld, but maybe um doesn't doesn't uh retain a, a lot of information yeah i think he's he's a bit of a scoundrel but he also um he works for upscale clients mm, true okay i guess i know about king your boy yeah because so, i got three successes and three threads they said that your boy was responsible for the the blood wolves coming to coruscant your boy is a la boy um which is a species that you've not heard of before you don't know any of the boys uh don't look it up oh okay i don't look just about to look it up i need to describe how ridiculous this species is okay so with your three successes and three threats you know some things and the things that you know might not be true so Rumor is that he's responsible for the Blood Wolves, the biker gang coming to Coruscant, and they are known to run uh, Death Sticks and Glitter Stim. You know that he his people are active around um, Dak Avenue and uh, uh, Little Onderon, uh, mostly Dak Avenue after the, the Battle of Coruscant. You heard of an incident which... Uh, was uh, yeah you've heard some like butting heads uh between this guy and um pana there have been a couple incidents with pana's boys and your boy's boys all right well i have heard of heard of king your boy and uh yeah haven't haven't run uh cross paths with the king yet but i'm uh happy to make their acquaintance ah yes um you should be able to find him at his skyhook. He keeps uh, uh, many, many staff members. He's quite well off, surprisingly. Yes? Now, the skyhook. Yeah, we've never talked about skyhooks on Coruscant Nights, but they are like a staple of the Coruscant skyline. They are uh, like, they're basically floating platforms hooked to the surface with carbonite wires interesting fancy people live on them when you said skyhook i was picturing the 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 floating ship from solo 
uh, that the rich has the brother it would be like that except with a with a rope got it um, when I google it, it it almost looks like a sort of space station-y thing yeah Prince Zizor had one mm, okay right well that skyhook's not going anywhere oh so... no it's right there he points out the window with his one one hand he points with the fork I've had uh, enough of this cake boy <laughs> snaps his fingers a couple times and the waiter comes back um thank you thank you for the cake it was it was very good so I see the skyhook and I'm ready to I'm ready to take take this job for you and now am I taking the truffle treat or am I uh am I bringing the chef to you well your reputation does precede you but it doesn't uh, uh, your reputation's not that big I assumed you would just bring the treat all right well let's start negotiations for uh for payment ten thousand ten thousand now from what i know about king your boy his men compatriots aren't the friendliest and his uh facilities the skyhook are not going to be the the simplest for someone like me to blend in um terrible <laughs> so I was thinking something more like say 20,000 credits roll a negotiation check it is daunting it's four purples okay I'm gonna go ahead and upgrade one so a red and three purples a red three purples and I will also flip so I'm gonna upgrade one of mine and can I can I gain a boost from from actually knowing who King Your Boy is? No, because you got three threats. Hmm. Okay, so I'm rolling. Wait. Okay. Yep. And roll. I got three successes, one triumph, and five threats. Five threats. It's <laughs> a lot of threats. Fine. Twenty thousand. Upon delivery. Sounds like a fair deal. And before we shake on it, what was your name again, sir? So you wanted that as a triumph? Does this guy not want to give me his name? Uh, yeah, he does not want to give you his name. Hmm. Well, I already said it, so I guess that is that my triumph. You can call me Vane. Vane, I find it's it's always helpful to be transparent when uh making deals of of such magnitude <laughs> starts to wave you off <laughs> you hear the brakes start to squeal and the train start to slow okay Blendon's uh, gonna hop off he can see the skyhook in the the city skyline distance I assume yeah how does Blendon want to approach this um, I think that he is going to... How far away is it? How far away do you want it to be? Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. They're probably not too close. He's going to um, take a, a cab pretty close. Get a blue he doesn't cab, have to hide. You, you get there. 
Yeah, he, he doesn't need to hide until he's trespassing in the skyhook. It's true. I think one of the 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 person with the hollow newspaper gave you a a secure comm link on the way out so you could call back when the when the job was done. He's gonna call the comm link just real quick for fun. Hello, I just, ah. I just wanted. I just this is Blendon. Just testing to make sure the comm link works. It works. I uh, you know introduced myself over the comm. I maybe you could um, do the same. Don't call back until the job's done. Bit rude. I think we go back to the train. The guy hangs up the 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 comm, and the senator is just sitting there. Twenty thousand. What a steal! I'm going to have my cake. <laughs> I've been waiting years for this. The other dims will be so jealous. Uh. <laughs> this character is ridiculous. He's the guy who got his arm cut off by uh, Dash in like the fifth episode. Oh, okay. Okay, go back and listen to that. Blendon needs to basically case the skyhook, see its uh, various entrances, exits, and everything in between. Okay. How do you want to go about doing that? What uh, what skill would you like to roll? Uh, probably perception. So you could do perception, just looking at it. You could do... Skullduggery? Um, uh, streetwise, getting to know the area around it. You could do. I could see like mechanics or computers to look at public records or the like the architectural stuff. You could do charm to get get to know like the the bellhop. Mm-hmm. Let me do a perception just to get an idea of what it looks like. Let's see, perception. I already did a perception. Let's do streetwise just to get an idea of what like the street navigation and people down here uh, look like. What's my difficulty? Um, it is going to be hard. Setback because I don't have a setback. But the sun's going down pretty soon. Are you giving me a setback for that or just no, letting me know? Just letting you know. Okay, I'm going to roll. Do you want to flip? No. I'll flip. I'm glad I flipped. I got one success, two advantages, and one triumph. Uh, so this is a fancier portion of Coruscant. You see um, tall, gleaming buildings. You see uh, rows of hedges and other vegetation. There are people walking about, and most of them are uh, pretty well-dressed. You can clearly see the sky from here. The there are a few skyhooks, King Le Boy's, uh, King Ya Boy, King Ya Boy the Le Boy. Mm -hmm. uh, their skyhook is imposing, but not the largest one around. Mm -hmm. um, it is long, uh, like this long horizontal blade through the air. It looks like the top of it is is not open, but covered in a uh, a ray shield. Um, you can see the shimmering of blue up the top of it. Mm. It is uh, connected to the 
uh, surface with a carbonite tether and a uh, a lift that goes up along it. Hmm. Okay. You can see on the side of it a place where where vehicles would pull up. You don't see a a place for them to park, but a place for them to to stop and unload passengers. Got it. And you're about an hour from the sun going down. Okay. Shit's shining on the reflective surfaces of uh, all the buildings, the domes and spires. Okay. And I got a triumph. Mm-hmm. I think Blendin, um, he sees that area where vehicle speeders might pull up. I'm assuming maybe to drop off um, fancy... Uh, like uh fancy members of the chorus on upper crust yeah is that right yeah i'm trying to remember something keep going um and i think that sort of like a hotel like you said there might be some um attendants some folks that some workers that might be waiting to wait on anybody um stopping in for the night or stopping in for a party or something like that and blended's gonna walk over and uh, introduce himself, maybe under um, false pretenses. Sure. You spot a person with uh, blue skin and uh, this like little pearly thing on their forehead. They're humanoid, uh, probably a near human. They're wearing some sort of uniform. Looking at them, you can see that it's, uh, it's a little out of style. It's not the current style. It's a little... Uh, just a little off from what you normally see around Coruscant. Like like somebody who is trying to be fancy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, as, as you get a, a closer look, you see... What's the best way of describing it? Like, opulence for the sake of opulence. It's, uh, it's, uh, kitschy. It's, and yeah. it's a little, it's a little, yeah. It's trying a little too hard. It's, uh, they're trying a little too hard, yeah. They've, they've got... Like golden ropes and uh, epaulets, and yeah, it's it's just a little too much, mm-hmm. especially for Coruscant. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm picturing these attendants wearing a combination of probably. Uh, do you have an idea of what they're wearing? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, they look very warm. It's it's all fur, Oof. like white fur with um, little bits of bright, bright, intense color. Okay. Plus gold. Yeah, I pictured gold. Some, like, gold, like, like, uh, fine, like, chain kind of things, like, draping across from edge to edge. Mm -hmm. And they're just sort of standing there, and they see you approach, and she says, Hi. Well, hi to you. The, uh, the name's, uh, Storbin, and I, uh, today's my first day. I was told there'd be someone here to meet me and get me acquainted with the position she taps on a computer no we don't have any appointments for new employees well that's really strange let me check my calendar i don't know if i wrote it down wrong but says today second shift i didn't hear about any new hires at all that's that is strange um i mean i could give i'd give someone a call but i they have, they've got my number. I never got theirs, actually. She looks you up and down. Yeah, do a deception check. 
as you're talking, I will, I'm going to flip one of my dark side points because uh, somebody else comes out and is like, hey, what's, what's going on? What's happening? Uh, who's this? They're a, uh, they're a Nelroni. The name's Storbin. I was supposed to start today. Storbin, huh? Hmm. And he starts tapping at the computer as well. Uh, it's going to be deception, huh? It's going to be hard. It's three purples. And you flipped so a red. No, I've, I flipped for, for backup. Okay. And then a third a third person comes out. It's like, oh, what's what's going on out here? I'm I'm getting pretty good rolls with lots of threats. I got three successes of triumph and four threats. A lot of threats. No, I got it. Three successes, four threats, and a triumph. Um how do you convince these people that their computer is wrong? Um, okay, this is gonna sound Tell me if this is too ridiculous. Uh, Blendon, a.k.a. Storbin, says, oh, you know what? Hold on a second. And <laughs> does he like jog around the side of the building? <laughs> yes, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to say, oh, if, if it'll convince you, I, I've, got, I've got the uniform, the fur in my car. I'll, I'll be right back. Can I use my triumph to yep. say that he can use his hollow uh, yep. costume to replicate this furry golden monstrosity? Yeah. He he takes a walk around a a bush. He, just out of sight. This uh, it's it's like a lift. It's just like a tube with a little yeah. station at the front. So it so would he, take like he walks around one side, goes around the back, and when he comes around the other side, he's in a different outfit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great see i've got the i've got the proper attire i he's got the proper attire he's got the proper attire they don't just sell this around coruscant they don't just sell this around coruscant well i guess you're right i suppose you work here all right thank you four threats well let me show you around and the uh the nelroni takes you by the arm and says welcome aboard I think you're going to love it here. Happy to be here. This person is uh, tall and furry. They've got a, a long snout and sharp teeth. They look wolfy. And they take you up the lift and into the building. All right. Blendon is in the building. So Blendon uh, and this Nelroni who introduces himself as uh, Spango. Hi, I'm Spango. Hi there, Spango. I've only been here for six months. And you you like it? So far, so good. I'm still alive. Hmm. That's your definition of good? Uh-huh. Hmm? To each their own. Uh, happy to be here. You're going to like it here. And as you go up this tube, this uh, this, uh, transparent tube, you see the city go by. And uh, as you go up into the atmosphere, because this thing's pretty high up, uh, you uh, can see the the sun off in the distance. And then it all goes dark as you go up into a building, up into the skyhook. And there's a ding, and the doors slide open. The inside of this place is like faux marble and there are statues of uh humanoid beings all over the place and they all have this like fur around their neck 
Uh, there are these like little alcoves all over the place that have precious gemstones and crystals and things all lit from behind or beneath, all shining in a variety of colors. The lights are very bright inside and uh, gleam off all the white, the white faux marble. With uh, you can see that the the floor has like gold veins in in the marble and, and everything like that, and um, it is um, it's pretty quiet actually. And I'll flip a flip a dark side point as uh, Spango says. All right, it's time for orientation. You know what the first thing is? Mm, what's that? You get to meet the boss. The boss. And the boss is King Ya Boy. Oh. Not everybody meets King Ya Boy. Well. I mean everybody who works here meets King Ya Boy, but not everybody else uh uh on the planet. Sure. I understand. Okay, yeah, come with me. Alright. Hooks his arm in, in your arm and and walks you uh into the uh an open space where you saw that uh the shimmering blue above. And this space is like a garden, but the garden is made out of gems and crystals. And um, in the in the center of it, oh, as you go, you 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 start to hear troubling noises from the center of it. Hmm. Oh, sounds like he's with one of his inferiors again. This happens every once in a while. Hmm. No, please no. And. Uh... You and I aren't considered inferiors to the king? Um, not yet. Hmm. Six months going on seven. Well, one day going on two. Uh-huh. No, please! I've got a family! Thoop, punch, pow! <laughs> Good sound effects. And you come around a corner uh, of these giant crystals, and you see... Somebody sort of straightened himself up, and he's got this uh, this fur thing around his neck, this white fur, and uh, he straightens his collar, checks his cufflinks. There's a a bloody uh, Deveronian in front of him, his horn cracked, and uh, two of the people, other people in this place, grab the Deveronian by the arms and start dragging him away, and. Uh, this imposing man turns towards Blendit and Spango. And Spango says, King ya boy, this is our new employee, Sorbin. And this uh, the thing that you thought was, was, was a scarf lifts its head and looks directly at you. It is white and long. It wraps around this, this, uh, this big person's neck twice like a like a like a scarf it has sort of the the body of a snake except furry and the head of a wolf this is what a little boy is yeah okay let me try and draw this but i have to ask you a question or two wait so it has a scarf or part of its body is a scarf no it's it's like a snake it's like a snake with a wolf head but also completely white fur. Interesting. And um, as uh, as Spango introduces you, Sorbin, to uh, King Leboy, 
um, you hear you hear him say to the the big person, "I need my crystals. Bring me my crystals." And the guy goes through his pockets and starts. He, he pulls out a ruby. Like, oh, yeah, just rubbing on my face. Just I'm getting upset. I need I need my stones. Oh yeah, just just there. Do you have an emerald? Oh man, yeah. Um, is this a bad time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. King Leboy was just meeting with one of the blood wolves. Everything is fine. Uh, yeah, everything's good now. I got my ruby. <sighs> get my get my temperature down. <sighs> so, Sorbin. Uh, yeah. Blorf, put me down. Blorf, down. Neil, get down. Put me down. Blorf, Neil. He slithers off the Blorf's back. Nah, it's good to be on the ground again. Um. Uh... It's a. Uh, it's nice to meet you, um, King Your Boy. No, um, hold on. I like to look people in the eye. Uh, he... <laughs> he starts to lift up like his whole body lifts up off the ground. He's sort of floating there in front of you. Yeah. <sighs> okay, that's enough. I've looked you in the eye. It's a. Uh, Nice to uh, to uh, serve under you, King Old That's Boy. right. It is nice to serve under me. That's exactly what you're supposed to say. I'm happy to do whatever whatever it is you need. Did you did you did you did you um tell did you tell this guy to say that, Sprangy? Uh, no, I I didn't. Good, good. All right, this guy's loyal. You're gonna be rising up the ranks pretty soon if you don't die. I don't plan to. That's good. That's good. I like this guy. Blorf, pick me up. Pick me up, Blorf. Bring me to my ruby. <sighs> yes, sir. Oh, put the diamond. Yeah. Mm. Puts a diamond in his mouth. Well, if there isn't anything else, I'm going to go be with my rocks. Sprangy, uh, find something for this new guy to do. Blorf, go that way. Okay. Uh, well, it was nice meeting you, and, uh, and thank you. Flicks his tail off in your direction. That went well. Um, yeah. I, I think you made a good impression. That sounded like it. I think he, uh, I think he liked me. Maybe not he as values much as... loyalty. Okay. I'm, I'm nothing if not loyal. And, uh, hmm. So this, uh, this attire, is this, this is sort of modeled after, after the king. He likes the fur. Hey, I, I like the fur. <laughs> so I get it. As the as as uh, Blorf and King Yaboy uh, walk away, you can see the uh, king coiled around Blorf's neck again. And as the sun dips below the edge of this uh, skyhook, you see uh, Yaboy's fur, his coat shimmer and change color to a bright neon green well I've, I hope I've made a good impression I will say I've never met anyone quite like the king that's right the king obviously has very refined tastes in gems etc I'm sure food perhaps 
as you say food, the uh, uh, Spango looks uh, up over over his shoulder towards a, a higher up spot. As you follow his gaze, you can see a, uh, a large windowed room uh, with a long dining table. You know, uh, I've got some experience regarding food. Serving some uh, some kitchen prep. Wash some dishes in my day. Well, um, first, you're not in the system. So we've got to get that taken care of. We're going to need your chain code, um, uh, ID, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we've got to get things done the right way. Uh, tax purposes, you know. Um, tax evasion, that sort of thing. So, yeah, we got to get you in the system first. So, uh, yeah, follow me. All right, I will. He goes back in through the large marble columns and uh, starts to make his way to a spiral staircase. Just following him. So Blendon does not have probably the information required for this, does he? Uh, no. So Blendon needs to figure out a... He needs. He doesn't need to be putting his uh, data into the system. Um, and, you know... Spango has been uh, a real delight here, but Spango is is uh is not getting the the mission anymore accomplished. So I think Spango may need to be dispatched in the in the kindest way possible. Which is, um, Blendon has Blendon's not good at fighting has basically no weapons except for one weapon which is a palm stunner oh my god you're really gonna do that i'm gonna palm stunner uh spango. poor guy <laughs> hey i think maybe this will help spango reevaluate uh reevaluate their life here on the uh king of boys a uh, strange ship it's two it's two purples two purples yeah Oh, this guy's going down, I think. Let's see. So I can do... Oh, so I'm doing my Skullduggery versus Spango's yeah. Resilience? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. My Skullduggery. It's pretty good. I'm going to flip because I got to. Uh, against two purples, are you going to flip no, or add anything? Oops. Did it roll? <laughs> yeah, it did. I got to refresh. Zero successes and a threat? That's not good. That's really bad luck. What does Blendon's palm stunner look like i think it almost looks like a there'll be like a little wrap around i think it's actually sort of like his the same color as his skin so that it can blend in a little bit using that joke again huh i actually used it by accident at that time <laughs> okay um it's almost like a little shock buzzer but i think it's a little bit flatter it's could almost hardly be detected uh, upon shaking someone's hand, and I think he keeps it on his left hand so mm-hmm. that it's it's a uh, it's not the hand most used. And what do you try to do? Maybe for the maybe I I can uh, gracefully fail here. Uh, he, you 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 tell me. We'll see. He's gonna give uh, Spango uh, just a soft touch on the shoulder are they going like up or down some st- about to go up yeah. or down some stairs yeah and uh, he's gonna try and he was attempting to activate his palm stunner to uh dispatch spango and get some of this uh boring paperwork out of the way um i should not have failed that but i haven't failed yet so whatever yeah so 
you put your your hand on on Spango's shoulder, uh, wanting to shock him, mm-hmm. and you see his you see his ears perk up. Huh? What are you doing? What is that? You got a threat. Wait, uh, what's what? On your hand? What were you gonna put on me? I was just I was just smoothing out some some ruffles in your uh, in your furry coat there. I think I need a deception check with the setback. Okay, I can remove your setback because I'm very, very good at deception. Uh, you have a setback because of your um, your threat, but you also have a setback because there is clearly something on your hand that you're just touching this guy with. So you're adding, you're giving me two, two setbacks. And what's my difficulty? Uh, three purples. I'm gonna flip. I gotta of course flip. You are. are you gonna flip? No. Wow. All right. Five successes and two threats. And successes don't. I always have to remind myself they don't stack. No. So I succeeded. Yeah. You. Oh, thanks. Boss likes clean uniform. I had a sort of gives you a side eyes. Uh, I think as he go, starts to go up the stairs, you see that his ears are turned back towards you. Well, he's not going to try and do that again uh, too soon. So, Blendon follows uh, deceptively behind, ready to do to forge some paperwork, I guess. <laughs> All right, Sorbin, here's HR. You're going to like it here. He opens the door, and it's this like dimly lit room with a with buzzing lights overhead and uh there's a there's a small desk very small like six inches off the ground and there's a there's a little anzellan behind it and uh, as you walk in he he's they, they say uh hey spango <laughs> hey tony we got a new one He's not in the system, so uh, might be a bit of p- paperwork. Hey, I love paperwork. Uh, you're gonna probably have to duck. The chairs aren't big enough All in right. here. Mm-hmm. Good thing I'm medium sized, not large. Well, I've got to go back downstairs. Uh, enjoy your paperwork. Uh, <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll do Spango and and hey Spango. If you uh, do, you want to give me something to do after the paperwork, or should I just find you? I'm pretty sure Blorf will be up. He can set you up. All right, King sounds your boy good. Likes his alone time in the evening. Good to know. All right, thanks again. <laughs> Door closes. So, uh, paperwork. Yeah, paperwork. <laughs> what uh, what information do you need from me? I need. Your train code, your name, place of birth, mother's maiden name, father's maiden name. Got any pets? Hmm, let's see. Uh, chain code is, uh, one one, uh, two two, uh, three three. Nah, that won't four. do. Need your actual chain code. You don't what have your is card? A chain code? Ah, oh, right. Okay, I'm forget. I'm forgetting my chain code. Yeah, it's I- a new system. I I have my card, but I think I left it with Spango. I'm going to have to go catch up with him and grab that. Mm, better hurry up. 
I'll be right back with that chain code. Paperwork's not going to do itself. Uh, you can get started by... No, um, I can't. Get started. Um, the name is was Spango. Or, no, not... His name is Spango. My name's Sorbin. Sorbin. Tony. A, a pleasure to meet you. I'll be right back with that with that chain code. I, I, I gotta grab that card from him. I think I need a deception check against this little guy. <laughs> yeah, this little guy does not really want to take no for an answer. <laughs> He's 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 ready to do paperwork. Uh, what's the difficulty? We're gonna go with two reds. Two reds. Uh, I'm gonna flip. Uh, let's see. I don't think there's anything I can do to ask for a boost, so I'm just gonna roll this. Wow, luck kind kind of lucky against two reds. Uh, two successes, one threat. The little guy narrows his eyes at you. And says, "Go get your stuff." Uh, I'll be right back. Mm. You'll, you'll hardly know I was gone. And you go out the door. The hall is long and quiet. It sort of goes in a a U shape. The floors are hard, and you can hear the echoing of somebody walking in the distance. Blendon needs to find the kitchen. Well, you the kitchen saw where the dining room was. The kitchen has to be on the same floor as the dining room. Yeah, which is going to be up one more floor from here. He's going to head back up that floor. You head back to the spiral staircase and go up another floor. Mm -hmm. You can smell food up here. Mm -hmm. You can uh, hear sounds from inside the kitchen, uh, and you make your way towards it. It's got um, one of those doors that swings open in both directions. You can see that there's a, there's a window on it. And looking inside, you see an Ardenian with a cuff around one of their ankles. And uh, it looks like some sort of electronic cuff. They are wearing an apron and a uh, brightly colored shirt. There's, there's a lot of stuff prepped behind them, and, and it looks like they're cooking away. Blendon is going to walk into the kitchen with confidence. Hi there, guy. Uh, uh, I'm I'm cooking as fast as I can. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, there's no rush. It'll um, be done I'm, soon. I'll be uh I'll be helping you out tonight. Um, what the name? The name is uh, Sorbin. I I'll be I can lend a hand and I can help with uh you know prep serving for later. Um, I guess I should ask. I mean, I'm new here. What time is dinner? It's Desert. in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Huh. And you got a lot of work to do? The only person who works back here. And I I gave you my name. Could I could I ask yours, chef? He turns towards you. And he sort of just like gestures who opens his, his arms. What do you mean you don't recognize me? I'm Frykieri. Oh. Fry? You don't know what's going on here? Um, should I fry? You gotta get me out of here. That, I did see that thing on your leg. That looks, um, that, uh, I thought it looked suspicious, Fry. And before I let you help you out, maybe I'd you just answer a couple of questions for, for Blendon here. Blendon? Thought you said your name was Sorbin. All right, you got me, Fry. I may be here under false pretenses, but... I might also be here for you. You are, in fact, 
the the chef, the cook of of this here Skyhook. Is that correct? Not because I want to be. Not because I'm getting paid. Oh, you're not getting paid. So, so you're telling me you're a, you are a captive of of the of the king here. What does it look like? Gestures down at his his uh, ankle. This thing will shock me if I leave. Hmm. I see. Now I may be able to help you out, Fry. But before I do, have you ever heard of of a of a very rare dessert item involving a uh, truffle? I've made all sorts of things with truffles. The golden truffles grow here on Coruscant. This specific treat is, um, well, something lost to the ages. And I was told that there was only one person, perhaps in this universe, that had the ability to craft such a treat. Might that be you, Fry? Jumps across the, the counter and gets up in Melendon's face. You mean the Bargeba Black Truffle Treat? Ah, the very same. I swore I'd never make it again. Hmm. Now, am I missing something about this about this truffle treat? Why? What's the what's the um? What's all the ruckus? What's all the hubbub? The chocolate. It's too dark. I can. I've enjoyed many a dessert, many a dark chocolate before. Now, how how can it be too dark? It's a sinister sweet. <laughs> Slightly savory. They say it was first created by the Sith. I can't make it again. Won't do it. Hmm. You won't do it. Well, perhaps we could come to an agreement. You don't have to make it. I just need to know how it's made. No, the recipe can't get out there. I burned it. Hmm. You burned the recipe. Well, that's going to be a problem for me, Fry. Uh, I'm, I'm here for that recipe. I'm here for that treat. If we, we don't, you don't want the recipe to get out. You don't want that sinister sweetness to be brought into, into Coruscant. I can understand that. But perhaps you could make it for me one last time in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> Uh, how long does it take, by the way? It's going to take at least 40 minutes. Hmm. We don't have that kind of time. 20 minutes of prep time. Heck, it might be a full hour. Well, you divide 40 by 2, you've got 20. And there's two of us, Fry. Cooking doesn't work like that. Well, hmm. Is it obvious I'm not a cook? Listen, you get me out of here, we might be able to make a deal. Okay. I'm going to get you out of here, and then we're going to figure out how I'm going to get one of those treats. Let's take a look at that uh, ankle bracelet real quick. You kneel down and take a look at this thing. It looks like if you leave a certain area, you're going to get uh, a serious shock. If you try to get it off, you're going to get a serious shock. If you put something in between it and whatever it is attached to, you're going to get a serious shock. How does Blendon want to uh, want to tackle this thing? I have um, 
some equipment, some gear. Can I try and use my scramble key to uh, skullduggery this thing off of uh, Fry? You can. So the scramble key is an electronic pick lock. And let's see, to bypass most locks, it's going to take five minutes. And I so you would it. not have to roll if you wanted to take five minutes. Or I could try and speed up the process by doing a daunting skullduggery check. Yeah. Um, might as well. Let's just let's just do a check. All right, four purples. Skullduggit. it. I'm gonna flip. Yeah, I want I want all dark side points by the end of this. See, I didn't need to do it, but I just wanted a roll, and I got a failure with two threats. So it's gonna take at least five minutes, and as it whirs away, you uh, try to guess some of the combos. Uh, and 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 it buzzes and uh, you see electricity just go up fry carry starting with his leg going up to his his, his top making his hair stand up wow hey stop doing that sorry uh, with those two threats I think one of those shocks gets you okay. too strain okay and after five minutes yeah, I mean, after five minutes, this thing would come off. But I'm going to okay. flip a dark side point. Because after four minutes, the hulking form of Blorf comes through the door. And the door swings open. What are uh, what are Blendon and Fry doing? You could do a vigilance to see it, to know that he's coming if you wanted to. I do want to do that because that will dictate what I am doing when he gets here. And the difficulty on my vigilance roll is three purples one success and two threats yeah so you saw you you heard him coming the echoing uh, of his heavy footsteps on the on the stone tiles came down the hall mm-hmm. uh yeah so what what were blendon and fry doing blendon hears the footsteps or maybe I think Fry actually hears them. He's more used to the environment. He's probably ready to panic um, as soon as he hears people approaching the... Yeah, you can hide. You gotta hide. You're not supposed to be here. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Let's see. You've got uh, that table with the chopping block. Go back to chopping. Pretend you're chopping. No, actually, you know what? Just chop. And I will be down here below the table continuing to... um, Pick this uh, electric uh, menace off your leg. Stop picking it. You electrocuted me. No, no, no. I'll I'll keep doing it. I'll be really careful. Give me an average stealth check. I love how many checks we're doing. We're going to do like 50 checks this game. Average? Yep. Can I get a boost because I'm going to be hidden by a table? No. I got a success with a threat. Very common role this game. Yeah, so... um... You hear the door swing open, and you hear Blorf's voice. How's dinner coming? Uh, it's it's coming along. Uh, lots of meat. Meat, meat, meat. Kingy boy loves his meat. We're, we're doing this. Meat seasoned with meat, just like it was meant to be. And you get a, a, a little shock, and I think you, you half stand up and bump your head as, as he's chopping. You going to give me a strain again? Yeah. Very good. King, your boy, will be pleased. 
and you see him walk out and glance over his shoulder as he leaves and the door swings shut again and does his lock finally fall off him you hear a whir and a click and the ankle bracelet pops off well mr fry you are free as a bird except you're still stuck on a ship where you're being held captive yeah so here's my proposal the two of us get out of here and we figure it out later okay can you boys got guests tonight so uh the speeder should be arriving in about 10 minutes we might be able to do something with that hmm guests are arriving in 10 minutes okay people are coming uh just cooking i you would i have only cooked meat for the past month how are they still alive uh well you know uh different species eat different things i i, I, I recall that you, you are uh you cook a lot of meat yourself don't you fry i like a balanced diet well everything in moderation they say um hmm let's see uh should we cause a distraction up here in the kitchen as we leave or is that going to draw more attention to us not being in the kitchen you know what i think it's best that we leave this kitchen as uh, in the quietest possible place and move as quickly as possible but you need a disguise that shirt is you might as well be wearing a bell around your neck i've been wearing it for three weeks so you'd probably be happy to have a have a change uh, i would assume uh do you have something uh, personally i don't let's let's take a peek around real quick you find aprons you find a chef's hat you find everything that somebody who doesn't know anything about chefs would think that chefs need uh a giant pointless chef's hat <laughs> giant pointless hat yeah hmm now this is just okay you know what let's go and maybe we'll find something else on the way uh i don't know uniform closet bedroom where we can rifle through something uh these are common practices in my field um but let's start by leaving uh what do you want to roll to get out of this place um let's see so you have to go out and down down past the floor that has the the dining room um down past uh, tony's office and back to the big space that has the courtyard and hopefully not run into anybody and not make any sound so i'll want to do some stealth hmm okay i i'm like reframing my um my approach a little bit because in my head i'm like i guess we're just gonna like sneakily walk out the front door but we don't have to do that you can do whatever you want all right i've got a i've got a plan fry yeah i hope you do uh oh here we go i'm gonna flip okay i'm gonna flip for the classic uh heist uh vehicle and that vehicle is is a uh serving tray with wheels so you know you're an ardinian you i think you can probably we'll throw a tablecloth over this i think you could fit uh in the in the compartment underneath i know we're not going to be able to fit you under a giant silver serving uh dish unfortunately 
maybe maybe the guy who does the paperwork would have fit, but but we can fit you under here. And is this really gonna work? He starts climbing under. From my experience, it's a fifty-fifty shot. I guess it's better than nothing. All right. So, someone ordered room service, and I'm here to deliver. <laughs> you begin walking down the hall. This thing has a very squeaky wheel. <sighs> I always get the one with the squeaky wheel. You're going to the closest lift? Yeah, we're going to go to a lift. Every once in a while, an arm pokes out of the side and points a direction. Thank you. And you make it to a lift. You can go down to the bottom floor. You can't get all the way down to the Coruscant levels with this lift, though. Okay, we're going to go down as low as we can. Mm -hmm. And the lift doors open, and you see that big open space with the big pillars and the giant crystal garden. The... Uh, sun has set, and in the distance of the garden, you can see the slithering neon shape of King Yeboy rubbing up on one of the crystals, just nuzzling it. Okay, so we have to pass by King Yeboy. You're going to have to get through Yeboy to get to the uh, landing pad, yeah. Hmm, how am I going to do this? Try and palm stun him. I did think about that. And now I'm reviewing my insane talents that are so good that I forgot that they were options because they're like game breaking. Okay. Sometimes it's nice to think about what you want to do for a moment. <laughs> All right, Fry. Um, I think at this point, this, um, this, this uh, tray wheel thing isn't going to work anymore. Um, but I've got an idea. Okay. And uh, it's the simplest idea there ever was. I'm going to distract the king, and you are going to hide behind some crystals, and you're leaving here first. You know he's not a real king, right? It's just what he calls himself. Yeah, it's just easier to humor him. Okay. Uh, I'll just uh, sneak out here. All right. I want you to keep your eyes on us, and keep your back to the wall, and make your way to that door. I will meet you there in five minutes' time. And he sneaks off into the darkness. You approach King Yeboy, the Leboy, as he's rubbing his face on a ruby. Oh, yeah, rubies. Ah, that's the good stuff. Look at that thing shine. Uh, greetings, King Yeboy. Huh? What? Hi there. Oh, new guy. Yeah, it's me, Sorbin. Yeah, Sorbin. So, in enjoying your garden is lovely. You're not supposed to be here. I am uh, here to greet the the guests. That's what uh, that's what Blorf thought I should do, just to continue to get a, a lay of the skyhook, get an idea of uh, the ins and outs and operations. You're disturbing me. I do apologize for disturbing your um. Your crystal time. That's right. I also crystal wanted to, time. Right, so I see. I uh, was also I was told to inform you that uh, dinner will be prepared shortly, or is prepared and will be served shortly. Okay, you're and, still here. Oh yeah, yeah. I also just wanted to thank you for uh, for bringing me onto your team here, and. Uh, Wanted to let you know how much I appreciate it. 
his face is like smushed up against a crystal and he's just sort of side-eyeing you what do you want to roll for your distraction hmm let's see charm coercion deception leadership negotiation i guess charm okay or or is it deception because i'm they're the exact same role what makes more sense narratively i could take charm okay what's my difficulty two reds and a purple oh boy i'm flipping so i want to use my talent congenial so you take one strain one strain and you change one red into a purple wow that's pretty cool it's pretty good could mean one less despair uh, as the tradition continues four successes and two threats uh you're not leaving this guy alone and he just wants to be alone with his giant crystals you are successfully distracting him and you see off in the distance behind him fry waving with two arms and he slips out into a into a passage you're starting to bug me new guy i i apologize for bugging you I'm going to leave you to your crystals. Um, enjoy your dinner. I will go uh, see to your guests. Hey, Blorf. Blorf. Starts calling for Blorf across the garden as you move away towards the, uh, towards the exit. And as you begin to slip out the door, you, you hear King, your boy, say to Blorf, the new guy's bugging me. Do something about it. He went that way. He flicks his tail in your direction. And you hear the, the pounding feet of Blorf coming in your direction. Okay. Did it work? Um, yeah, it worked. We need to get out of here. Blorf's coming. Blorf's coming. Uh, yeah. I use those, use those forearms to um, hail another uh, cab. Another, because I took one earlier this morning. And, uh, and I'm gonna. Um, I'm just gonna talk to Blorf really quick. And the cabbies don't look up here for for fares. The mm. people around here have their own have their own speeders. They 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 call ahead for for uh, fleets of vehicles. Um, I'm not gonna could, be a hell cab. Okay, you know what? Just uh, you you've been working hard. Uh, clearly, Eddie the kind of lifts a corner of his disgusting bright shirt <laughs> just um take a walk and keep some eyes on me it's a short walk he walks off towards the landing platform blorf stomps through the open door towards blendon new guy um blorf was it you've been bugging king you know your boy yeah, I'm. I'm sorry about this. I, I know I'm. I'm working in, you know, sort of a, a hospitality industry here on the Skyhook. I. It's my first day. I'm trying to do my best. Uh, you know, and if it's not, if things aren't working out, I, I, I understand. Uh, maybe it's just not, not the perfect match. Me and uh, you and the king, etc. King, your boy told me to take care of you. So I'm going to punch you in the face now. Uh, are you sure that you understood what he meant when he said, take care of me? That is what he means generally. 
not he didn't mean you know pay me for my time uh, no take care of you it's a sock in the face take out the trash just throw you off the building so I only have to take care of you now stand still puts a big meaty meaty hand on your shoulder it's gonna hurt me just as much as it's gonna hurt you some somehow I find that find that difficult to believe I have some talents I can use <laughs> to not, uh, hopefully not get punched in the face I, I need you to roll to see if you get to go first though uh, fair enough you can roll cool okay the cool's pretty good okay what are you gonna do let's see your first I think there's two different things I could do it's two pretty good things you can do I have two talents. One is don't shoot, and the other is narrow escape. I can't tell which is better, because they kind of do the same thing. So don't shoot uh, means you cannot be targeted by combat checks. Hmm. Narrow escape uh, is is the one you would use to um, hop in a uh, a convertible that is flying past the building. Well, both of those things I want to do, but I've already been targeted in a combat check right uh he has not targeted you by a combat check yet but there will be other things that he can do to you that aren't a combat check if you want to do don't shoot okay i want to i want to use my talent narrow escape so that's your signature uh your signature talent mm-hmm. signature ability so yeah this is a really cool talent hard to buy all the way up to uh, once per game, the character may spend two destiny points. So thanks for all the destiny points. And I still have to make a hard streetwise check. And if I'm successful, then I can immediately flee. You get to add a boost, and that's it. Okay, I spent two destiny. I'm going to do streetwise. I could fail. <laughs> you could. Uh, I, get, I get a boost, and it's going to be hard. Right. Yeah. That's what it specified. Um, you have a, a setback because of your current environment. There is not a lot around you. You're on a landing pad. Fair enough. Let's see what happens. Two failures and three advantages. You do not escape. What did you try okay. to do? What did I try and do? I got three advantages. Um, I think that that Blendon tried to... They're kind of standing on like... I picture almost like that um, stairway up to like a cruise ship that uh, what, what would you describe like the stairway entrance of um, uh, the skyhook you are like in the middle of the air hundreds of feet from the from the levels below you the, the buildings below you mm -hmm. and uh, there's a there's I think a short stair staircase up to the landing platform um, you both are at the base of that staircase and uh, Fry is somewhere up on the platform. So wait, there's a platform. A landing platform. Uh-huh. And it's how far away are we from it? You are right at the edge of it. Okay. Short set of stairs up to it. I was going to say, I want, if there was a staircase down, I wanted to do a one of those where you sit on the uh, r railing. The, the handrail and like glide down <laughs> and it's up but at that it goes up narrow escape well i think what ends up happening is that you try to run away and yes. 
and Lorf grabs you by the fuzzy collar. His hands go right through the hologram of the fuzzy collar and grab you by the actual collar. Okay. So I've been grabbed. You have three advantages. I want to spend advantages to introduce Fry into combat. <laughs> Mark was not ready for that. Ready. Now you're ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. So uh, Blorf has you by the collar, and he's going to slug you because that's what he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. So that's all he really has to do here. But you're making things difficult. You see this big, meaty fist coming straight for your face. How does... How, how the heck this blended dodge this punch well let me let me ask you how does fry enter combat and how does it stop this punch oh boy what have you done <laughs> april fools <laughs> it's not april yeah so fry who was up on the platform hears the the voice of a blorf this booming voice echoing in the small hall- hallway. And as uh, Blorf winds up and starts to swing, you see the silhouette of this forearmed monkey uh, jump up, up from the, the top of the platform down the stairs with a traffic cone in his hands. He doesn't bring it down like a club, but he brings it down and it lands on, on Blorf's head mm-hmm. so that it can't you can't see anymore his eyes are blocked huh what where huh and a Blendon's fist goes turn a fist goes sailing through uh the opener and misses Blendon's uh misses uh Blendon's top sniffer as his uh his notable feature says uh what are you gonna do Oh, man, I really wanted to I really wanted to roll narrow escape just narratively so that we could just say that we got out of here. Um, I could try it again. I have the destiny. I have it's the destiny once points. Per, once oh. per encounter. So I can't do it again. Okay, that's or fine. Once per session. Yeah. Can I? I'm going to flip. Okay. Can I say that uh, that the guests, the guests we've spoken for are, are arriving? Sure. Yeah. Uh, what do the guests look like, and what does their like transportation and whatnot look like? I feel like that's a that's a me flip. Hmm. Because ah, hmm. because this guy's a this guy's a like he's, this guy's like mafia friends coming over. Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe I don't want to flip that on myself. I mean, I'm happy to flip it. I already flipped. Well, I flipped I, back. Okay. So yeah. This speeder pulls up, and it's it's pretty small. It's a little speeder, and um, the a, a Doug and a a Doug and a an Ugnot get out, and uh, the Doug goes around and opens the door for a little uh, chatter fan. Very fancy outfit, lots of rings and chains. What are you gonna do? So this is it a tiny car? Yeah filled with tiny people can can medium people fit in this car be a tight squeeze but probably we've slowed 
Blorf using a some kind of traffic cone. Mm-hmm. Do you want to stun him? I did think about that, but I don't know if I can stun him in the same way um, because my palm stunner needs to be used against. Um, let's see. Anyone. I thought that it needed to be somebody that didn't know they were about to be stunned. Hey, he's got oh. a cone over his head. Uh, stunning an unaware target. Okay. So yeah, let's see if I can use my palm center to, to in a successful way. It's average. Okay. Average skullduggery. Okay. So finally, I got three successes and two advantages. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. So... The, the palm stunner is really good <laughs> that is a such a good tool uh not that expensive um but i guess pretty rare uh i think as a lot of stuff's happening a cone just went on uh blorf's head some tiny mobsters are rolling up uh there's a commotion and blendon uh says hey calm down guy and just puts up a hey <laughs> A his left palm stunner hand on his shoulder and <laughs> collapses on the ground. With my two advan three advantages, what did I get? Um two. Blendon uh gestures to Fry and says, Hey, um, get rid of that cone and uh follow my lead. Takes the cone, throws it off the edge. Get under uh get under Blorf's other arm. And they, uh, the two of them start uh, carrying him away from from the skyhook. Good evening. We're just uh, escorting escorting this uh, gentleman out of the building. Had a little little too much tonight. Well, where are you gonna go? You gonna throw him over the edge? Uh, well, my my uh, friend here will will sit with him and uh, until the proper uh, taxi cab arrives to take him back to his home. But in the meantime, while he does that, I'd be happy to um, valet your cars to our parking area. The uh, Doug tosses you the keys. Eh, thank you. And uh, I don't have any way to uh, give any kind of a, recipro- a reciprocating receipt, so, so yeah, I, I think won't. The, the, uh, the Ugnock gives you like five credits. Thank you. I'll, I'll treat it very well. And they walk into the skyhook. All right, Fry, leave him face down and uh, in the dirt, and we're getting out of here. Good. Finally. Let's uh, go. Th- stick him in a bush. There aren't any. Never mind. Get in. Can, can, can you drive? There are many things that I can do, and I think driving is one of them. How hard could it be? <laughs> Later. What have you I, decided? I really thought you were going to make me do a piloting no. Uh, planetary. No, useless. Does uh does Blendon have a have a have a home base? I don't know. Is Blendon like secretly like the wealthiest business person on Coruscant? Uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. I I actually think. If you were going to ask me where Blendon takes somebody, it's like a it's like a shipping container. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Blendon and 
and Fry arrive at a at a like a storage facility. Eh, should they just go to Fry's house? They just go to Fry's house. Fry doesn't live on the planet. Fry, where do you live? I got I got taken after I was done filming one of my shows. Sh- sure. Is there? A, did you have a hotel room? Do you have staff? How many weeks? I has mean, it been? my hotel room is not going to be around anymore. This was mm. months ago. Okay. You know what? Uh, I kind of have to call the network. Let's let's get you checked in somewhere, and then you and I can finish our business. They go somewhere downtown to a hotel somewhere that's probably a little bit better policed. Somewhere maybe that the. the the various syndicates don't have their uh, their greasy mitts all over. They get checked in. Fry's gonna figure out that's that's not Blendon's concern at all. What's his concern is is the recipe. How do you convince Fry Kieri to make this recipe one last time? Well, Fry, I told you earlier. I understand that the recipe, the recipe can't be can't be disseminated throughout Coruscant throughout the universe. The last but, uh, person who ate it died. Well, I'll be sure to express that to my employer, but between you, me, and and them, that's that's their decision. If hey, if that's the way they want to go. But the my job is to get that that recipe. Not the recipe, excuse me. That, my job is to get that truffle treat and deliver it to them. We're going to need somebody to write up a, a waiver. Uh, I'd be happy to type something up for you. I know someone who loves paperwork. Uh, you know, I, I like that individual, but uh, maybe it's not the best to get them involved. I mean, if you're on good terms. Sometimes it's nice not to have a, a, a lengthy paper trail, Fry. Especially with your captors. Ah. Uh. Somebody's gonna need to sign a waiver before they 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 eat this. I don't want to have to. I don't want any lawsuits. Okay. Well, you know, while you cook, I'll draft something up for you. Um, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. It's not part of my uh, skill set to do such things, but it is part of my skill set to make deals. And well, here's, uh, uh, you're you're good at acquiring things. Here's a list of ingredients. All right. You can bill your employer. It's going to be expensive. Oh, boy. I will be uh, sure to invoice them for these things. I know a good kitchen. All right. Well, I will gather these materials. You rest up. We'll meet at your kitchen to make this happen. A day later, we see Senator Vane sitting in a booth of the temporarily closed uh he bought out the whole restaurant little cabana in gunga town he's stroking his little beard just so excited that this is finally happening and fry uh comes out from the kitchen holding uh holding a tray with this dessert on it one of vane's guards one of his people gives you a briefcase full of credits good new fresh imperial credits thank you friends and uh it's it's been a pleasure fry puts down the the plate in front of in front of vane and you see this 
small thing. It's smaller than you thought it would be. It's like uh, this little chocolate-covered morsel. It, uh, it's got little flakes of gold on top. It's got, you see the big bits of salt and a, a grating of sort of uh, um, light brown over the top of it. It is chocolate and there's a, there's a drizzle on the plate. The senator has this look of glee in his eyes. Finally, <sighs> the bark of a black truffle treat. Oh, sinisterly sweet. He picks up a fork and he carves off a small bit and he puts it in his mouth and his eyes go wide and we cut to black. Thank you for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights, and thank you to Doug for playing. If you like Coruscant Nights, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcast, and visit us at patreon.com slash Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. If you want more from Nightcast Creative, be sure to visit nightcastcreative.com, where you'll find links to all of our shows, including The Other Place and Path of the Storm, a Star Wars High Republic actual play, along with links to our Discord and to the games we've created. 